to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Yes, listen to this, a brand new studio here. I sound rich, full of timber. Now we're going to sound like a proper radio show. Yeah, I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, don't worry, there'll be plenty of other stuff. Uh, we're finding out uh, what somebody at this show did mm. to disgrace themselves at the big day out. <laughs> oh, is it me? Disturbing uh, footage coming up. What have you got? We're going to find out just who in ex- or what in excess look like. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Comparisons? Yes. Objects? Maybe. Okay. What about people who have surgery mm. to make themselves look like a celebrity? Yep. That's just wrong. It's new and it's in. We're talking about I want to be involved. John Cooper Clark. JCC. He's going to be popping in. A lot of people might not know who he is. You will by the end Pretty of the Pretty much show. everyone, you reckon, Tone? That's how seriously we take <laughs> our music. Australia's snappiest dresser. We're going to meet him. There's more coming up. It's right. all coming up on Get This, the show the Prime Minister describes as... Pure humbug. Is that registering, Richard? It seems to be coming through fine. Okay, because we're awesome. in a brand new studio here. Yeah. Hey, get this myself, Tony Martin. That was Richard Marsden pushing a button Marsden. or two. And Ed Cavalier. Hello. Yeah, I don't know if I want the applause every day, Tony. Really? Yeah, uh, it raises expectations. <laughs> Fake applause is raising the bar too high yeah, on Get This I, I, Now. Yeah, just that, you know that one that we've got, which is just sort of one person <laughs> clapping, yeah. you I know, agree. way in the distance? If That'll do nicely. Give us the uh, Sheffield Shield applause if you've got okay. it there. We got that? Mr. Yeah, Marsden. I've so. been to a Sheffield Shield game, and this yeah. is generous. <laughs> this is very, very generous. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Have you got it there? Tell you what, we're no longer in the Haunted Studio. No. We're actually, hang on, because we're actually next to the Haunted Studio. We might still be able to trigger the sound. There it is. In the distance. Next door. Who's in there now? I know. I'm not sure who that is. Man wearing a visor. Fool! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So welcome aboard. Uh, If you're just joining us for the first time, it is our new time slot. We're settling in, Yep, I think. And yesterday on the show, a lot of talk about the big day out. Yeah. Everybody was there. You were there, I was there. Mm -hmm. Yep. I uh, spoke to someone who wants to do an interview with me next week. They were there. Yeah. They said they saw me uh, earlier on in the day, and they and I said, "Oh, did you enjoy the concert?" She said, "I'm not really sure. I don't remember it, but my friends told me I had a great time." <laughs> <laughs> so that's good news. And Mr. Marsden, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, saw Peaches, and yeah. I mean a whole bunch of people that maybe other people haven't heard of, but Muse, yeah. uh, Tool, great stuff. No, people have heard of Tool, I oh. think. Hopefully, you can't see them on stage. That's the, the good thing about them, right? All the goths kind of showed up to see Tool. Okay. And the lights were black. You couldn't see them. So you guys aren't going to talk about what happened there? No. What happened? You know what happened. Oh, I can tell you this. Yes. That uh, at the Lily World, they had a passion contest that mm, got out of yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, I can believe that. It was wonderful. Right. I don't know if we were involved in the passion contest. No, we were, I was watching. You didn't see the 7.30 report last night? No. Have a listen to this. Well, controversy at this year's Big Day Out with a man representing Triple M's madcap Get This program, now heard at the new time of 11 till 1, two big hours we take our music seriously, one Richard Marsland leaping on stage, ceremonially folding an Australian flag and inserting it into his own bottom. Sir, do you find this sort of thing acceptable? No, I don't. I think what they are doing is using uh, this event to make their own political gesture against the Australian flag. Right, but could this act be construed as a form of tribute to the flag? No, I don't believe so. But surely... This is blatant disrespect to our most important and visible national symbol. Right. The excuse offered by the organisers is pure humbug. Yes, And the rather patronising comment made by one of the organisers that they could pull the flag out after the concert was over Hmm. and display it on the way home because by then it would be Australia Day. Yes, well... That shows that the organisers had their own politically correct agenda on this. Right, right. And they've been sprung, Mm. and I suspect that the great majority of your viewers are as annoyed at this disrespect to our flag as I am. Yes, but do you think inserting an Australian flag into your own bottom could be seen as an act of extreme patriotism? Well, uh, that is a matter for individuals. Is it something you'd ever do yourself? Uh, well, well I, I'm, I'm doing it now. Right. Uh, Mr Marsland says he'd be prepared to remove the flag, but uh, he's having a bit of trouble. I'm sure that he wants to do the right thing. 
you just got to use a bit more muscle. Of course. Uh, look, I'm sorry, this interview's deteriorating into... Pure humbug. Mr Howard, we've got to cross back to the studio. That means you've got just 20 seconds to sneak in one more reference to political correctness. Uh, what do you think Mr Marsland's rectal gesture has achieved? I think what it's done is to remind these rather foolish people mm. with their agenda yes. that there's an enormous amount of affection out there for the Australian flag. Yes, but... And Australians want the right to fly yeah, yeah. whenever they want to mm. without interference from politically correct organisers of entertainment events. Well done. Mr Howard, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. We won't be editing this one much. Pure humbug. There you go. What were you playing at, Richard? I mean, was that meant to promote our show? Well, I'm patriotic on the inside and the outside. <laughs> if you could all be upstanding when I enter the room, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we've got other things we have to get to the bottom of. He looked lovely in the wind, I tell you. <laughs> just, just the sight of Richard wandering off to watch Muse with the, with the wind trailing behind him. Attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it was a, great. just the Southern Cross yeah. poking out, you yeah. know, giving everyone a wink. Lovely. Kerry Jacarna thinks he talks too much to the <laughs> audience, though, when, they, when he's doing his flag act. Look, there's more to get to oh. right here on Get This. Oh, that'll be Jet with mm. Rip It Up here at Get This Around the Nation in the Bung. new time slot. Oh, you finished? Were you watching Jet? Yeah, no, I didn't see Jet. Uh, I, was, I think I was watching Lupe Fiasco. Oh, uh, how does Lupe go down? <sighs> A treat, yeah, an absolute treat. But the guys that were on before him, uh, DJ Severe, yes, they they were thought they'd do a nice gesture and give free CDs to the crowd mm. and throw them out. But they were throwing them out four at a time. Oh right! So they just became small plastic head injury machines. Right. And this guy, and they they were really giving it some. And uh, there was I was you know I was quite tall and I was standing at the front, getting systematically moved back by little taps on the shoulder. Excuse me, I'm shorter than you. Can I stand in front of you? And I said, after a while, I said no. Because right. I said, look, I'm sorry, you know, I, I came here, you know, I know that I'm tall. And they're like, can I get on your shoulders? No, because I don't like doing that. Mm. In fact, I've gone so far, and you were there, Rich. Yeah. Is I've started to throw, throw. bottles of water at people sitting on other people's shoulders. Because I think it's unfair. Right. Well, do you want to say what we actually, I mean, we also saw something quite unique. I've never seen it at a rock oh, concert yes. before. Go on. Um, someone in a wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, being held aloft on someone's shoulders. Yeah. That would have looked fantastic. It yeah. was, actually. It was, was a good look. Yeah, that was a good look. That was a good look. And could you do, like, a, a roll off the stage and be caught <laughs> by the crowd? Would that be acceptable? Well, that's yeah, what we were right. predicting, we yeah. hoped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe at some but, point. But one guy, they went so far as to hold him up by his feet, so he was a whole person standing on top of the other people. Oh, that's... And that's fine if you're if you're riding, a, uh, like, a bread a bread tray as if it was a boogie board. <laughs> like, that's okay, or an actual boogie board. But I, I, I missed. Yeah. I missed, and I was pretty upset about it. <laughs> but anyway, the reason I bring up Jet, right, Yeah, is because last night there was uh, one of my flatmates had a friend over. Oh, and yeah. And we were talking what about... What of your new flatmates? These are my new... I've got three new flatmates. What happened to that bloke last year? I love John... Yeah. I, I do. I wish that I could get him like an outhouse nudge style or Kirk Cameron style <laughs> above the garage, just so he'd come in and, and Where complain is he about now? things. Not living oh. in a dump master. <laughs> he got a new singing Nick Lachey songs <laughs> on his own. He got a new place, but I, ha- I haven't spoken to him since I got back because I lost my phone. So I'm gonna, when I get it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a ring because right. I want to know what he's been up to. Yeah. And what? So the new flatmates not? No, they're good. No, but when but you say good, the bar so high, right? This is is the bar based on how much material yes. you'll get for the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had, I thought I had something for, from from the, from my new housemates. Yeah, because I made a joke about one of them mm. when they weren't there, mm. which is I, I've got nothing else. That's all I can do. <laughs> and they told them before they got home. So the first thing they did when they got home was like, ask me about it. Like, why would I say that? What was the joke? I can't say. <laughs> what sort of genre? Lifestyle? Like questioning lifestyle? (laughs) Was it something about the uh, car car cuisine of yesterday? (laughs) A little bit. Someone frying. Yeah, no, no, no. no. You know, (laughs) if there was one bit of yesterday's show that we probably don't (laughs) want to revisit, good point. It's probably that. My bad. But the point I bring it up is that they they were asking about musical knowledge and Mm. they didn't know who Jet were at all. Not one... Not a, not a clue. Oh, that's the young people for you, Ed. And I went back and I said, all right, do you know who, uh, do you know who the Rolling Stones are? No. Do you know who Queen are? Big fan. Right, the Queen? Or, <laughs> no, the band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know who, the, who Queen are and not Rolling Stones? Mm, and not Jet. So I made a joke. I was mm. going to make a joke about that, but then I thought, 
I can't. Mm. I'm hamstrung, Tone. Mm. I've got nothing. Were they watching the new uh, Eddie Maguire program last night, did you? Sadly not. Weren't they? Is this one to a hundred? Yeah. He's I couldn't... Vince McMahon. He's turned into Vince McMahon <laughs> from the wrestling. It's not enough for him to run the place. He has to be on in prime time. <laughs> and there's just a wall of people. And he's gone the roids, isn't he? It's... Like, he's getting bigger, Vince McMahon style. It's the El- Infra Palpatine's, you know, oh, really? 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 In there. Yeah, and the questions are baffling. The questions and the have a listen to one of the questions from last night, and the and then they give you a multi-choice okay. answer. Have a listen. Bobby, now you've only got six seconds, and here's the question: Who hasn't Tom Cruise been married to? <laughs> a. Heidi Klum. B. L. McPherson. C. Jesse Ventura. You got six seconds, Mob. Go for it. I don't think that's been doctored. He wasn't married. To Heidi Klum, that's never happened. No. So that means he was married to Jesse Ventura. It could have happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were involved for a bit. <laughs> Got together over their love of Minnesota. <laughs> I think that might have been tampered with that clip. You serious? It was a list of, it was actually Nicole Kidman, <laughs> yeah. Mimi Rogers. <laughs> oh, really? And Melanie Griffith. So when did they get the big laugh? Who hasn't it Tom... Was just, who hasn't Tom Cruise married? That actually got a big laugh. Jeez the wee. Which Matt wasn't happy about for the editing. <laughs> yeah, he tried to tone it down. <laughs> but you see they're going, the answer's really none of them. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> was it really married to Nicole So how much Kidman? money do I win for an answer like that? That's uh, pretty easy. No idea. Would have had really? to have watched a bit more. How, how much did you get through? Oh, just enough so they went, yeah, I can use that on the show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on every night? Is it Eddie every night no at six? Idea. He should just replace the news. I'm over on Foxtel waiting for David Dickinson to say something <laughs> foolish most nights. Hey, I tried to buy you a DVD. Couldn't find it. What DVD? Uh, boys Will Be Girls. Why would I want that? Oh, come that's on. on Foxtel. Is it? Yeah, that's on. Oh. I've got it all. Go across. It's all happening. Ah. All right, we've got more to get to. More baffling questions from that Eddie Maguire program. Jeez. More startling accounts uh, of Richard Marsden's behaviour at the Big Day Out. <laughs> yeah. And John Cooper Clark. Yeah, and looking you, forward to that. We want people to help us out with uh, plastic surgery tips. Why yeah, are we doing yeah. that? That sounds like something a normal show would do. No, we're trying to, you know, mm. trying to level it out. No, okay, it's all coming up. I'll get this. Uh, get what you give. I know this one. That's those those, the new radicals. That one. I'm on a different mic now. We're just testing the studio. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> it's a scary bit in a new uh, studio. Off air, Tony, you asked, is the tennis still on? Is it still Showing on? Showing an amazing ability to avoid sport. <laughs> like no one I've ever known before in my life. I only needed to know for a joke, but... Uh, Go on. Have you got... Hang on. Firstly, there's been a lot of people calling up about uh, that Eddie Maguire show. Let's hear another one of those baffling questions. Bob, you know you've only got six seconds and here's the question. Who hasn't Tom Cruise been married to? A, Echidna. B, Kookaburra. C, Platypus. Six seconds, Mob, it's all yours. He could have been married to an Echidna. I'd go Platypus. If the contracts were signed correctly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, obviously they have to divorce ten years to the day. That's a very touchy topic. I made just, Mm. in you know, in the States, I made a very kind of offhanded joke about, oh, you know, the contract marriages, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Cutlery was put down. Is People right? sat back from the chair. How dare I insinuate? And you, but if you'd said Michael Jackson, that would have been fine. That would have been lofted on the shoulders, <laughs> marched down the main street. <laughs> he uh, did divorce Nicole Kidman ten years to the day. Yeah, and that's not remotely suspicious to anybody. No. Okay. So how? So what's libelous? Me saying it's definitely a, a, oh, an I arrangement. Th- I think or? from where that announcement goes, and Ed Cavalier, pretty much anything after <laughs> that. Is libelous, <laughs> technically. Good times. <laughs> what was your joke about the tennis? Uh, well, okay. Do you want me to do it Yeah. Now? All right. Well, I just need to set up, because are we going to do that other segment, Richard, your segment, if you got the opener? Mm-hmm. Let's go upskirting with Richard Marslin. People love it. Gonna do it. People want the segment. They go, we love the you intro. You know what I like? I'd like the idea of? Not the, not the camera on the shoe, but Marsland lying on his back on one of those things that they use to get underneath cars yeah. uh, at, uh, when you go to get your car fixed. Yeah. Marsland just like cruising along kind of shopping malls and on David Jones on his back. Like the dude in the Big Lebowski just underneath all those people's skirts. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Wonderful. Great yeah. idea. It's favourite film. I know yeah. it is. Big Lebowski. It is a very good one. Do you want a boing and a laugh? You're going to need it. Okay. <laughs> Are they separated, those two? Or are they still together? together? Yeah, good. So did you guys go to the tennis on the weekend? Yes. Apparently three Scotsmen were up-kilted. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Why does the tennis have to be on, Tone? That joke's always good. <laughs> that joke's good all year round.
what that is. You'll hear it in the second hour on Thursday. <laughs> we like to rotate in our new Can you format. Do me a favour. Can you have another uh, culture of uh, another skirted culture for tomorrow? <laughs> the Fijians, they love a skirt. What's that called? The song, Rich? You're talking about the skirt skirt they wear. What's it called? I know the Hawaiians wear hula skirts, and it's part of that Mm. whole island. It's still got the word skirt. Hang on. Part of that whole island what, Rich? Well, it's part of that whole bunch of islands around that area. (laughs) The Pacific Rim. (laughs) What do you want? (laughs) Marsland's Pacific Rim. (laughs) Good segment. There's a segment. Is the geography correct on that? Probably (laughs) not. willing to go with it. I have no idea. Marsland doesn't know the geography talk. I don't know anything about sport, and you're sitting there going, that thing that you slide under when you get your car fixed. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a license? Welcome to Blokespot. It's expired. Thank you. But you have driven at some point? Yeah, and you know, in the in the license, I realise what a different person I am now because in my old license photo, I've got a flat top. Oh, one yeah. One of those coral necklaces. Oh, wow. You look like a member of Tony Tony <laughs> oh, Tone. Nicky thinks that's hilarious. <laughs> Colour me bad. You see, I look like a, me- a member of Tony Tony Tony. <laughs> they don't get enough airplay. <laughs> All right, Tone. Right, good. I've got, my I've, bed. I've got to go something. I've got to go and Google. Uh, you've got so to check go. your MySpace so we need to go to an ad break. 463 friends. <laughs> Get this. If it was 100 years old and it was falling to pieces, then no one would care that much. They'd just come and replace it. This isn't 100 years old. This is about 12 months old and it's falling to pieces. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. I've heard that wrong. <laughs> Maybe I've Microsoft heard that released a Fister yet the other day or soon. They did not. They did so. Is this a tribute to Otto Fister? I think so. I Coach think... of Togo. Yeah, well, he's been sacked. Sacked? Yeah, yeah, he got sacked. Wasn't he getting an extension? Uh, not so good anymore. One more shot? Oh, uh, ah, well. So Fister's looking for work. Togo to go. <laughs> Imagine the headline. <laughs> Great. Works. Gone straight to the you headline. Copy. Yeah. You should. You could okay. have written Lachey breaking. Oh, you, yeah. Perfect. Rich, Rich is wearing a uh, public enemy t shirt. Sure. Today. Mm. Right on. What's that about? Well, I used to think they were cool, but now Flavor mm. Flav's in that show, Flavor of Love. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty poor. <laughs> it's basically which one of these 50 prostitutes <laughs> will pretend to be on with Flavor till the show's finished. Just let himself go. Uh, Once after Bridget Nielsen, things just went wrong. Really Did you see? Yeah. My wife's called me up to the front row. He's sticking stickers on their tits. <laughs> what of? He was like, he's going, I can't remember your names. I'm just going to have to mix some shit up and stick it on your titty like that. And you're going, that's a classy intro yeah, line. That's great. That's, I mean, can you do that? Uh, I mean, would I that took work? a bunch of stickers to the big day out. There. And then you just go, sorry, can't remember your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to have to put that yeah, on there. Yeah. That works? A treat. Wow. And the names of the women are something special too. <laughs> Cinnamon, cherry, oyster. There's a woman called oyster. No, there's not. Yeah. She wasn't very happy to get that either. You can oh, see right. again, can't that one be oyster? <laughs> Why can't I be cinnamon? <laughs> it's like, yes. Hey, we're going to say hello to Dion, mm-hmm. who said that if you were in mm-hmm. Hawaii, just yeah. called us up, you would be upsaronged. Oh. I think. I don't know. I don't know, Dion. It's better than hula skirted. That's just a repetition th- of the word skirt. No, I thought we would be up grass skirted if we were in Hawaii. Yeah, see, if Elvis yeah. movies have taught me anything. Uh, but then but then I think in uh, maybe Bali or something you might be up sarong. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Bentley's 2007 <laughs> tackling the big issues. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play some music. What do you got? Uh, I've got a song that... Th- Sounds like it's going to start one way and then goes another way. Ooh, there's a treat. Yeah, two, three, four. And that's Franz Ferdinand. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Now all on at the same time everywhere. But I can't say what time that is. <laughs> so, is that 11 to we're... 1. It's 11 to 1 oh, everywhere. But you told me you said I couldn't say what time it was. Yeah, but that's because sometimes 11 o'clock occurs <laughs> at a different time in a different time zone, but Woo! it's still 11 o'clock. Oh, great. Anyone still listening, you reckon? I don't know. <laughs> Let's get up Talkback Mountain. It needs a new theme. It needs a complete overhaul, that. It does. We need to really... Do version you know, 2, I think. I think be. so. Version 2.0. We should bring back the 88 remix. That was very popular. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, was, what were you saying off here that you've... Someone's stolen a Thursday from yeah, you? No, I missed a whole Thursday. When I was away, I had tickets to go and see the New York Rangers yeah. uh, on a Thursday. Right. Wednesday, fine. Did stuff, went out, saw a show that night, something. Then Friday, a whole Thursday just went missing. But you would have gained that on the way back, though, wouldn't you? No, no, I mean I was there. Oh, I mean, it's I, not some time zone. No, theft. no, no, no. Oh. So what happened? Don't know. Lost the tickets. No, I didn't get to use the tickets, just didn't have Thursday. Wednesday straight through to Friday. Oh. People walk so fast in New York and people are so busy yeah. that some days 
they just the whole days just get taken out of the diary. Did you do what I did when I went to New York? Just walk up the street singing and shouting nonsense as loud as possible. <laughs> no one bats an eyelid. <laughs> I had a contest with myself of yes. what would make me turn around. Right. Okay. The guy with the parrot on his on his shoulder got nothing. Nah, right? The, not trying. The, the, exactly. The woman riding rollerblades, getting literally getting pulled by dogs, right, yeah. with a feather in her cap. It's no dice. It's so yesterday. Sort of whimsical, but not really a head turner. I try. She's trying. Yeah. The only guy that got and he got everyone on the street. Twelve thirty at night. Below freezing, a man in a one-piece leotard, Andre the Giant style, <laughs> who probably weighed about 700 kilos, with those flashing LA gear sneakers from the mid-90s, <laughs> just charging down Fifth Avenue, <laughs> jogging. Wild. But not saying nonsense to the no, air. nothing. So I went three blocks. I just walked three blocks <laughs> singing the sunny side of the street in a really bad Frank Sinatra impression. Not a single person Did you get anyone? No one even batted an eyelid. It's just business as usual. It's, it's like streaking. It's like being invisible. It's like being an invisible streaker. <laughs> no one cares. Try it if yeah. you're going to New York. Yeah, what yeah. about celebrities? Did you see any celebrities? Didn't see anyone. No one, but everyone bumps into no, somebody mm, in New York. Didn't, didn't, see, didn't see anyone. Not, Not even a low level. Nobody. Oh, the, I mean, the, the people playing basketball and the Rangers. K-Fed? Surely, K-Fed. Did you see K-Fed? Will rap for food, Did surely. <laughs> Saw a guy with a great sign uh, in a leotard again uh, and a sign that said, Will wrestle for food. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, but no, no celebrities, no, uh, hardly any freaks. Well, I'm looking for celebrity news in the, well, yeah, What's been going on? Well, Sh- the surely, Meds, uh, the, the new weekly this week, has a uh, whole sort of insert supplement uh, called Inside the A-List, devoted to those rather creepy Olsen sisters who seem to be being floated as some kind of, you know, fashion icons, but frankly just look like a couple of scagged-up badgers to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's just my opinion. And then you've got, look at this, a spread of them looking as freaky as you could imagine. They never smile. And then there's a quote. Mary Kate has spirit, taste, and modernity. Says Carl Lagerfeld, oh, monster, the monster. <laughs> he is a monster. I reckon one day he's just going to snap and just, oh, like grow to seventy feet and just charge down Fifth Avenue, killing all and sundry, and no one will care. No one's going to bat an eyelid. He's a Bond. He's a Batman villain. He's Carl bizarre. Lagerfeld. He's bizarre. What's with the thing right up here? Bring What's it up, it tying up the. We'll, we'll bring it up with a fashion person, okay. a fashionista, John Cooper Clark. Right. In the next hour. Done. He's a snappy dresser. Done. Um, uh, if who you're else? looking for something, a post-Christmas gift, I yep. suggest you get the uh, the new idea and buy yourself a 25-centimetre-long lo- baby doll. It's so truly real. Three payments of thirty nine ninety eight, and look at that tone. A baby asleep in clothes that, that fits into your palm can be yours. That looks almost as realistic as little baby Suri. <laughs> There's a Surrey version you can get. <laughs> That's kind of... Why would you want a tiny baby no you could it's hold got, in your hand? Well, it's got uh, vinyl skin, open brackets, our exclusive formula, close brackets. Don't accept any, you know, any of that dodgy vinyl skin that those <laughs> others are selling. But what, you know, what occasion is that the appropriate gift? Look, I've brought you a tiny replica baby. <laughs> Imagine the delicate realism of a real infant that you can almost cradle in one hand. I don't want to imagine that. Why would I want to imagine that? Tony, what do you have against delicate realism? (laughs) (laughs) You've been ragging on delicate realism for too long, Martin. (laughs) Get involved. We want to... Oh, look, this is the story. Okay, here's here's the weirdest celebrity story. It's not really a celebrity story. It involves a fireman called uh, John Joseph Conway. Hey, man. Another JJC right there. Uh, In New Delhi, Mm -hmm. he's uh, checked into a hospital Mm -hmm. to have surgery Mm -hmm. to make himself look more like Bruce Willis. Oh. He's a fireman. Wait a second. He says, I am a firefighter. I need to look the part. I wanted to improve my jawline. Bruce Willis has a nice, strong jawline. He does. And you're going, could that be achieved? Could you go in, have one op, come out looking like Bruce Willis? I'm not sure that this is something you want to read, if that's the case. Now recuperating from the three-hour-long surgery that cost him two grand. (laughs) Two grand? (laughs) Sure, a lot of money. But nowhere enough to make you look like Bruce Willis, I would have thought. How much much does it cost to make me look like Bruce Willis? Two grand. How much for Jim Carrey? (laughs) Okay, fine. That's good. How much for Richard Marsden? 50 bucks? I'll take it. (laughs)
<laughs> I'll take <laughs> it. Let's get a brick. Uh, but Ian Marson claims he's uh, you and McGregor look alike. I did, oh, I never, I no, that. I've been I told. That. No, I mean, I've, that's the only celebrity yeah. that I've been told that I look like when I have a shaved head. And a lot of people email the website and say there's no normal photo of you. You're always on the goon. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the goon on the goon in one photo. In the uh, in the caftan photo. Uh, and then... And then the other one. I'm We're going to have to have new photos taken for this <laughs> That'd year. Be nice. We hate having our photos taken, <laughs> so it'll probably shoot. happen around June. Oh, I know. Other radio shows already had them done before they even gone to air. Props, <laughs> costumes, looks on their faces. A giant <laughs> telephone. These are luxuries we can't afford. <laughs> All right, what are we saying today? Who would you mm. pay two grand to look like? Who? Which celebrity you want to look like? Yeah, maybe we should lose the two grand part. Okay. <laughs> money's no option. But no, money's no, like, object, people. Yeah. Who do you really want to look like? And it, it can happen. Like, you will look like them. That's mm. what we're saying. Okay. Can I bring up in excess after this? Yeah, bring it up after this. All right. Music coming up. And give us a call, one triple three five three. Who are you going to look like after your surgery? Oh, that's Paul Kelly. Mm. To her door here at Get This Around the Nation, in the new time slot, at the new length, where we're saying, who would you have surgery to look like? Mm. Fireman's gone in for uh, a Bruce Willis. Mm. What have you got there, Ed? Uh, in excess. Uh, no, uh, Paul Kelly, great Australian artist. In excess, yes. another great Australian artist. Sure. They are looking good. Mm. Look at that tone. You've got everything you want here. You've got JD, Captain Pout. <laughs> yeah. Then you've got the pirate. That's a pirate. That's a nerd pirate. That's a nerd pirate. And a lot of rock stars are getting pirated. You know, the guy <laughs> from uh, Thirsty Merc? Don't yeah. tell me he's not a buccaneer. Uh, <laughs> then it's kind of, where are we here? This is Eddie Izzard. There. <laughs> yeah, that's a good Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard in the middle. Then who, who who, who was this guy? I think that's the late Peter Brock. <laughs> Peter Brock. Then you've got a nascent uh, Doug Parkinson. Or either, or David, if David Hasselhoff and Jimmy Barnes had a child, <laughs> that's probably what he'd look like. And then director of Clerks, Kevin Smith on the end. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Tell me, that's got legs. Get the NXS poster, do your own lookalikes. Yeah, it's ours. Yeah, it's it's going to be up on the web for people to have a look at. Richard Marsden is here pushing buttons. It's good to have him back for another oh, year. God, it was touch and go. Oh, yeah. we nearly lost him touch to the shebang. Go. I know. Oh, right. Good program. Marty was playing some big know, cards I too. Know. Yeah. No. No, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Diplomatic. Are we up to the talk about Mountain Sound? Hello, Nathan. Yeah, good morning. How you going, fellas? Excellent. Good. Who would you like to look like? Oh, there was a man who uh, I was holding great esteem. He was never short of a partner. I put it down to his good looks, and that's Ron Jeremy. Oh, Ron <laughs> Jeremy. So you'd like to look, what, facially more like Ron? <laughs> oh, I think so, yeah. It's all about the face. <laughs> it's all about the face. <laughs> He's a bizarre-looking cat. Uh, that, that was the attraction, wasn't it? His, his looks. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Have you have you gone the, have you gone for the mustache and the kind of uh, sort of like like sleazy curly hairs at, at the I've, moment? I've got that. I've got the the overworked sweat glands. Mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just just need to work on the the, the, the pouch a little bit. I think out <laughs> of the, the pouch. <laughs> and how many Ron Jeremy classics would you have in your library, sir? I, I think I've got the whole collection. Yeah, man. what's what's the you know what's the Sergeant Peppers? <laughs> <laughs> and can you can you say it on air? It's called Rear no, Admiral Pepper. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, sir. Much <laughs> stumped. Hi, Ben. How are you? Oh, I'm well, thank you. Uh, good, uh, good, mate. Who would you like to look like? I, I would like actually like to have Colin Minogue's ass. Oh, <laughs> on your own self. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And how? How? What, what, what's your stature at the moment? Are you a large man or a small? Oh, uh, yes, I am a large man. So you're. Hang on a second. So you're over six foot. I'm guessing, right? Uh, about six foot. Yes. Okay, so you're six foot. Well, like a, a well-built gentleman, and then you'd Correct. like to have a, a very small ass, just yeah, clad well, in. I would, I would, that would help, like, you know, on those long, lonely nights, you know? <laughs> right, so I mean, you could maybe, if you're at a party or something, guys, yeah, check well. what I've had done. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice golden hot pants there. Oh, what's going on there? <laughs> is that Kylie's? It sure is, mate. Well spotted. <laughs> That's a winner, Ben. You are on to something, it's my a friend. talking point. That's two grand well spent. Hello, David. How are you? Hi, how's it going? Really good, sir. Who would you like to look like? Well, you know, first off, I'd just like to say nice crackle. Oh, thank <laughs> oh you. look. He would approve of that. Let's see I, if could, we go- I couldn't resist. Please. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> well, uh, uh, first off, I, I wouldn't. You know, I, I thought maybe Fred Flintstone, but while I was on hold, I thought maybe Howard the Duck would be better. <laughs> oh, Howard <laughs> Duck. Who's that? 
Have you seen Howard the Duck? Yeah, it was a. It would have been. Oh, uh, is it Jason Alexander in, doing the voice? Uh, is it Jason Alexander doing the voice? Isn't it Tim Robbins and? Ah. Uh, Tim Tim Robbins in. I'm not too sure if he does the voice. It might be hard doing two characters at once. Yes, it, it was. Out, it would have been. Ed worked at a video shop. Would have been out the front in the bins. I'm guessing pretty early on. <laughs> Howard the Duck. In fact, it came out scavenging of, through the bin. In this country, they went. Oh, no one went to see Howard the Duck because they think it's about a duck. Mm. So for Australia, the name of Howard the Duck was actually changed to Howard colon a new kind of hero. Right. <laughs> that's what they called it that's here. Better. That's better. Important information. Much more. That's an example of nice crackle. Hey, oh, thank uh, you, Guzzy. Thanks, Guzzy, from wherever you are. <laughs> Who's next? That's it. Well, that's it. Everyone else basically had a more of a porn angle. Uh, those were the cleanest that we could uh, that we could put to it. Thank you, Celia, working the phones. Uh, Cecilia, I'll have Cecilia. you know. Oh dear. She doesn't yeah. like the Celia. No, look, it's hot in here. Yeah. It is. It's like you, an aquarium. You're just freaked out because the second. first time in one year and two shows. We're on time. Uh, How has this happened? We're actually running the time. get to the magazine. Just as well, there is a big second hour coming up and we'll be joined by, this is how seriously we take our music, John Cooper Clark. Get this. For Kylie, it's the latest in a long line of disappointments. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Cause I can if I don't because I wanna Be ignored by the stiff and the board because I'm gonna Oh, it's the leisurely second lunchtime hour of Get This Around the Nation. Uh, myself, so Tony Martin, in Cavalry, Richard Marsden. Our guest, John Cooper-Clark, is just moving into position. Hi there. We haven't officially introduced you yet, John, but could you just speak into the mic? Because I just love that accent. What, you want the level... That's a beautiful Check-in, yes, yes. Johnny Clark, uh, the following tone is a reference tone recorded at our operating level. That is fantastic. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. That is beautiful. You get the reference. This man is going to be Sorry. helping us uh, have he lunch today. Tony oh, look, the Richard Marsland Wall of Sound. People want to hear that again. Right, good. From last year, that may well be coming up. Good, good. And we'll be asking, uh, who's a snappy dresser? Uh, <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. <laughs> Tackling the big ones you here. I get this. Ah, it'll be Hinder. Mm. Lips of an angel here. Get this, our second big hour. Hinder. Time. Well, Ed Cavalier's here. You Hi. can hear that. Richard Marsden, just give, give yourself a level on your new microphone. Testing one, two. Oh, it doesn't sound professional. <laughs> it's beautiful. Please, a fake round of applause for our guest co-host in this hour. It's John Cooper Clark. Thanks for coming in, John. He's a lovely fella. <laughs> now, for people who listen to Triple M and might not have heard the work of John Cooper, Clark, how would you describe what it is that you've been doing for, what, nigh on 25, 30 years? Well, I've never been called upon to do so. But at the top, the top of my head, uh, well, what I'll be doing tonight is what I did in, uh, in at the basement club in Sydney, uh, which is kind of unaccompanied poetry and uh, a few gags. Uh, and you've been on it, at the big day I'm out. Simplifying it here. Where did you, where did they have you at the big day out? Um, we're in uh, Lily World. And how which does which is a, a kind of enclosure <laughs> within the enclosure? And how does the poetry go down at the big day out? It's well, the, well, Melbourne the other day, as I expected, was the best yet. Mm. Melbourne being a more indoorsy kind yeah. of... Uh, I'm only guessing. You no, know, yeah, you're I mean, right. I'm judging by the weather. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> it's enough. A, it's a more indoorsy kind of uh, thing, isn't it, than yep. the rest of Australia. Uh, which mm. It's very be, indoorsy. Which tends to be uh, preoccupied with ebullient uh, open-air pursuits <laughs> like surfing and uh, walking around. I'm guessing you've <laughs> not done a lot of that. Going out. <laughs> uh, hey John, I've well, got this a. F- is more like you know, it's more like Manchester. Uh, is that where you're from? Sea. Is that a, the accent we're hearing, Manchester? Yeah, I'm from Manchester. Oh, it's beautiful. Incidentally, I've got uh, a fly here. This, I lived in Auckland in 1983. Have a look at that. That's a flyer for you in concert. Oh my god! In wow. 1983 at the oh, Glue wow. Pot Tavern. Have a look at that. It's a cartoon, isn't it? A lot like the Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> Have you ever seen that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> That Looney Tunes, yeah, contemporary of uh, Bugs Bunny and yeah. Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> Who did you say that was, that last one? Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, you know, the chicken. He's the, he's the best. He's the got, big rooster. Yeah. He's yeah. a, what, what, see, what tarnation are you doing, boy? <laughs> As Dave Graney said, he pleasures the widow hen. He does. <laughs> Living in fear but of a chicken That's horse. his job. <laughs> hey, you're being supported. Chicken or schnook, in, in our oven, he'll look good. <laughs> Aren't you uh, being supported by our friend Dave Graney and uh, Claire Moore? That's right. Um, yeah. In, yeah uh, the, uh, the, uh, 
I, I suppose what they are the modern equivalent of uh, Sonny and Cher. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't Paul say and that. Paula. It's very hard. It's sort of a oh, Les Paul and Mary Ford. It's a bit of everything. Nino Tempo and April Stevens. I think you've got it now. Mickey and Sylvia. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, what I have here, yes, this this flyer, and I went along and saw you, and you were performing at the Glue Pot Tavern in Auckland, uh-huh. and in those days, you'd get up in a dark suit and a thin tie, and you just had a reel-to-reel tape recorder on stage. Oh, I, I don't use tapes anymore. Don't you? No, no, I've gone completely organic, you know. So what's now? Just just me. Just air backing <laughs> just, you. Just, just me and a load of dead air. <laughs> but you had this... <laughs> they say in... Uh, did you use that term in yeah. radio in Australia? Yes, we've got dead, dead air scheduled for 25 past. <laughs> yeah. It's about a minute and a half. It tests quite well in certain I, I, had it, I had it planned for five minutes' time. <laughs> there's, a, there's a clock right behind your head there. I'm, I'm, exactly I'm, I'm, I'm going to clam up. Mocking us, that <laughs> any, clock! Any, any second now. It's how it can turn it to face the wall if you could, Richard. <laughs> We're sick of that clock. But... Here's what happened. You were performing on stage at the Glue Pot, and I was living there, and I was trying to get into comedy, and there was no live comedy at all in Auckland in those days. And the only way you could perform live comedy was as if you had a slightly musical act, Mm -hmm. and then you could get on stage supporting a band for 10 minutes. Okay. So what I decided to do was dress up as you. This was my first ever stage act. The imposter. Yeah. Dressed up as you, but I only did... Mostly eagle songs. <laughs> what? Like spoken? Yeah. It was in welcome, your style. Welcome to the Hotel California. No, it was more <laughs> no. rolling down the road trying take to... take it to the limit? Yeah, losing my low seven women on my mind. That works great <laughs> right. as you. How is that spoken? I'm not well, give us a demo. Is, is the no, give us a demo. It yeah, was, you have to do it, don't It was kind of like, rolling down the road trying to loosen my load get seven women on my mind. <laughs> That stuff was killing. Right, the eagles right, kill. Right, right, That's right, insulting. Right. I'm feeling insulting. That's a real good Californian accent. Real good Californian accent. You've been talking about. There's about seven accents in one. <laughs> yeah. But it was amazing how well it went down. Really? And I was thinking maybe I should let John Cooper. Maybe I should. And you were thinking maybe I should ring Joe Walsh. <laughs> Tell him to go Mancunian. Shush <laughs> up some of his old gear. <laughs> Look, we've got a lot of other things to uh, ask you about, and we're certainly not going to insult you with impressions anymore. Mm. Uh, well, I tell you, speaking of uh, getting in touch with Joe Walsh, I've recently got in touch because, you know, I've, I've been doing this since the year. Yeah, yeah, what I'm going to do tonight. And uh, it's going it's to be, hopefully, you know, it's going to be entertaining. That's the plan anyway. Sure. <laughs> but uh, I've got loads of plans. You know, it's going to be a big year for me, and that's just looking at it from one end. <laughs> you know, there's a whole 11 months to go, but I think it's going to be massive. What's it building to? Oh, it's building, it's building. It, you know, it, what am I doing over here? I should be over back in the UK, you know, furthering my... Uh, no, but this is good. A little I bit mean, of time away, let people miss you. Yeah, you know, maybe I mean, where's he it, gone? Maybe, you know, he's down, he's down, that, he's yeah, down yeah, in the colonies, you know, kicking ass. Right, well, anyway, um, yeah, there's, there's loads of things happening. Um, I've got... Uh, I've it's a pity I can't. You, you can't play my. They, they're not allowed to play my white labels of my rough mixes. Uh, Does that surprise listener. anybody? No, really. Uh, on account of their chain to a playlist. Is it like call this rock and roll? Is it likely that James Blunt would ever re-record, say, uh, evidently Chicken Town or Twat? Jay, I thought you were more more likely that James Brown would record. <laughs> James, right. you know, I, I, well, I will, if Bloody ever fight, punches one out, I will fight to my last dying breath to prevent that happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honest, you, you know he, he was. Uh, I mean, you know about playlists. That guy was on every thirty seconds in the UK. James Brown. No, James Blunt. If only, say, if only it was the late... Imagine a world where... If only it was the late sorely missed Godfather of Soul. I if, wouldn't have a problem with that. You know, Sex Machine could be on every five minutes. I don't think too many people would be complaining. Have we got that now? No. We oh, have got something, no. and we'll be back with uh, more of John Cooper Clark in just a moment. You ought to know that's Alanis Morissette here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, and unlikely as it may seem on Triple M, our co-host for this hour is John Cooper Clark, yeah. the legendary poet from Manchester, uh, author of this book here, Ten Years in an Open Neck Shirt. Has that been out of print oh, for wow. a long time? Yeah, that's been out of print for 20 years or oh, more, yeah. Oh, that's in good condition. I've been keeping time. it in good neck. That's wow. in the plastic envelope at home, yeah, is it? Nerd style.
well. Nerds Only don't. the best. Turn the page with tweezers. A handle padded tweezers. Don't forget the pads on the right. You know what you want to tear the one of those boxes. Don't want to go ripping it or anything. You handle nuclear waste with. Yes, if only it was still available. Oh, that's a great book. So many printed on top quality paper, each page numbered for your convenience. What was when did you last have an album out? What? 1982? Well, I think Sony brought out a kind of best of yeah. uh, three, four years ago. Yeah, another one. And, uh, um, yeah, apart from that, you know, it was a long, long time. The, uh, the one I had of yours was Snap, Crackle and Bop. Now, well, they're reissuing that, actually. I'm glad you brought that up, because Sony are reissuing Snap, Crackle and Bop uh, on account of, uh, you know, the Sopranos? Do you get the Sopranos? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah top show isn't it it sure right. is well in the, the next series they've uh, we've had Hollywood on the phone and they want to use uh, evidently chicken sound you know that <laughs> song I love right. evidently uh, chicken sound on, on the soundtrack of <laughs> is that right? uh, one of the episodes yeah. cool yeah. will it just be under the yeah, end it, credits it, or will it be uh, that's you where know. I imagine it will be on the end on the closing credits because that's when they that's the one they vary isn't it because the opening credits it's mm. the Ala- Alabama 3 huh? yeah yeah but top, that's a top track, isn't it? They yeah. could be using it within the episode. They could be, you know, maybe somebody could be, be on a, maybe they'll, with Maybe they'll be playing bash. it at the Bada Bing. That'd be nice. <laughs> people be like stripping. That, with a few well, pole dancers. <laughs> it could uh, be great. They've stripped to the well, kinks before. Well, it's it might be just enough for that, isn't it? It's a seedy <laughs> number, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're looking for, yeah, clearly. I guess so. Anyway, whatever. I'm so pleased about that. You're, uh, every time you pick up biographical information... So now it's official, I'm the da capo di tutti capi of the poetry world. You certainly sound like it. Yeah. Can you say, if you've mastered any terminology that you... Well, that you just heard. <laughs> I'm a crash course. Yeah, you've got to say that you're taking someone to the tar pits because you haven't received your envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that, that's you the kind of... try to get away <laughs> and they pull you back in. <laughs> We need a Manchester version of The Sopranos. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's we, Sopranos. We, we, could, we could call it The Contraltos. <laughs> Whenever we uh, check out your biographical information, if that's a word, people love to point out that you supported the Sex Pistols. Is that true? Oh, yeah, all them people, yeah. 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 Long time ago, though. You don't want a roll call, do you, or anything? No, we're not looking for a roll call. <laughs> but it's just that thing but where... yeah, yeah, the Sex Pistols, the Clash, yeah. It's amazing Slaughter how many... and the dogs. Oh, and, and, I tell you I, and I tell you, I work with a lot, and I was working with them uh, last year as well. Uh, they go from strength to strength. In fact, they were always the coolest band in the world. Uh, the Fall. Oh, yeah. The Fall's still Love going. Oh. Marky Smith. Strength to strength. You want to hear the new stuff, man. Oh, look. Really? They're on fire. Have we got any fall coming up? You've got you got to play them. I'm play sure. Put them on. It's the second Put them on. We could bash some got, But what I was leaving Never mind to. the playlist. <laughs> I'm in the CB. Tie it to a rock and throw it through that window. <laughs> <laughs> this is rock and roll. <laughs> it will be. Uh, so, yes, that's obviously always mentioned in your bio. And then something that isn't often mentioned in your bio, you did commercials for Sugar Puffs. Is that true? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Who like the front yeah. man for a breakfast? I was, the, uh, I was that uh, advertiser. And what was the catchphrase? Like, what did they have you say? Um, it's uh, monsterific. <laughs> monsterific. Monsterific. Mon- mon- monsterific. And were you with a monster on screen? I was with this giant orange sort of gunk. Right. That is the honey monster. Because ah. <laughs> I was telling Ed, I when I was in New Zealand, I was yeah. so out of work that I was one week away from auditioning to be the uh, cookie bear for Hudson's Biscuits. Oh, you want to snap that up. It's the only money that makes sense. <laughs> but I would have to practice saying the word, it's scrum diddlyumptious. Oh, over and and over again. Ned Flanders, just think Ned. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Think, how would Ned do it? <laughs> it's scrum diddlyumptious. <laughs> good, the one. That's Pretty the good. one. Well, what was I thinking? What Shut am up. I doing here? <laughs> Shut up, Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> We've got John Cooper Clark impersonating Homer Simpson. Yeah, why not? Welcome to Get This. Yeah. Uh, hey, we want to talk about sartorial or sartorial mm. elegance. I mm. call it sartorial. I know you do. That's what I'm like. And you practice. Is We're that because you practice. bleed for your look? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of do. To <laughs> monthly... Yeah. Trainings? Is I, it? Well, I have hemochromatosis, so I literally do oh my God, receive a bleeding. At least. I, re- 
Oh, no. Me and my wife both have a time of the month. It's fantastic. (laughs) If we can sync them up, it's great. That's a happy marriage. There's empathy for you. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not here to talk about obscure genetic disorders. We're here to talk about clothing, fancy, (laughs) snappy dress style clothing. Nobody dresses snappier than this man. Extremely well dressed. John Cooper Clark. Let's do that next on Get This. Get This. I think there'll be a lot of people out there who are very quick to judge and they'll say, don't go there. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. It's Get This. It's Around the Nation on the Triple M Network at this new time. It's our leisurely lunch hour. John Cooper Clark is with us, yep. telling us that he used to have his own radio show. Yeah, that's right. I went, uh, for a, a team called uh, BBC Greater Manchester Radio, GMR, GMR. And what was your time slot? <laughs> Where were you sandwiched? Uh, I think it was, seven, uh, was it, it was either seven till eight or eight till nine. And who was on either side of you? Um, well, it was just uh, me and my friend Ricky Goldstraw, who, was, uh, who, as I say, is responsible for all the uh, uh, production values on my forthcoming album. You know, <laughs> all guitars, harmonica, banjo, everything, lyrics even. So it's, it's a big team effort, and it's a real shame you can't play my records oh, here this afternoon, because it's totally different from anything I've but we like to create it's we're creating sizzle for the album people will be so intrigued sizzle, yeah. they'll want to go and bite into it plate with it as soon as we're finished put them on the hot plate with it yeah but i wasn't you know there was just two of us and we were in, we were kind of outnumbered by bbc staff who were yeah. you know whether our show was any good or not still coming to work on monday morning you know they really <laughs> didn't care in fact it was on the last the last day we discovered that we had telephones where people could ring in, you know, <laughs> which was, you know, we thought, you know, we must be really unpopular, you know what I mean? Why does nobody ring us, you know what I mean? You've got to solicit. And, uh, and then we realised, you know, that, uh, when the, 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 that there is actually a red light on the phones, you know, if, uh, if you want them switched on. And the guy, you know, who hated me because, you know, he was a, he was a rugby player and, uh, you know, and he, he, he took an instant, you know, obviously he hated me and uh, he... Uh, he didn't tell us anything beyond what we asked. You know, what I mean? really? there was like, if you didn't ask, you didn't find out. You know <laughs> and what I mean? was? Who were you on after? He and... kept his counsel. He was the strong, silent type. <laughs> what was you the? Know. What was your lead-in program? Pardon? What was your, the show on before you? Oh yeah, we were sandwiched between two uh, programs called uh, uh, It's Kosher, <laughs> and, and then it was us, and then it was Gay Chat. Mm. <laughs> so, so we we were the buffer zone between between two very diffi- different worlds. You mentioned your album. Who are you about uh, to uh, go on tour with? You tell us, Lily Allen. Oh yeah, Lily Allen. We got eleven dates with Lily back in the UK, and uh, I know her dad. Keith Allen. Keith Allen from the comic strip for those with yeah. even longer no, memories. No, actually, no. I met Lily uh, on the. Uh, we recently toured with. Well, you know. Three, 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 four years ago, oh. she is on the big day out. Yeah, as it happens, but uh, three or four years ago, we uh, toured with um, the late Joe Strummer and his band, oh. the Mescalera. Yes, and we met up, and that's where we met up with uh, his violin player, Time and Dog, who goes back with Joe a long ways, you know. And uh, he he sort of played a bit of impromptu violin with me and Ricky on those dates, and uh, we we kind of you know got chummy about it and uh, and now he's involved with these record with these forthcoming records as well we, and and we, and we, did, we did Glastonbury uh, oh, wow. uh, the year before last uh, with this stuff so how big you a know, crowd it was it was in what they call the acoustic tent I think it was a thousand oh, okay. I think it was a thousand uh, capacity you know and it kind of overflowed a bit you know and, was a, and there was a lot of interest but it's not just, as I say, I, I can't stress enough. It's uh, it's not entirely my baby. It's a, it's a, it's entirely a group thing, you know. And uh, you know, if I write lyrics that aren't suitable uh, to the music, you know, they won't give me the riff. You know, they, they, <laughs> so you've got a band not, to answer you're to. Not now. Having, you're not having our music for them for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go away. Must do better. You know what I mean? So it's really kind of sharpened me up a bit. That's you know good. what I mean? And dragged me kicking and screaming into the 19th century. <laughs> and what is this album going to be called? Um, well, uh, we haven't got a title for it yet. It's all kind of white, you know, kind of demos. But, you know, pretty good. You know, we've been doing it on computers at home. You know, no uh, no producer required. But uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get it out this year. Ed, could um, you uh, give this man a demonstration of the kind of music that uh, you're capable of? What, what? Uh, yeah, I think it's um, probably going to be synth and uh, high-pitched 
singing mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah, yeah. something like she, that. Yeah, she's, okay, she's pretty impressive. Take right, it away, in Evelyn. Two, three, four. There we go. Oh, guitar. How do you do that? Sorry, guitar. He's very That's good. Silly of me. Who's that about? Thank you very much for your work. Be good, Johnny. Here, get this around the nation. It's Triple M and John Cooper Clark is with us. We've been talking about his music. They've nailed my feet to the floor so I don't (laughs) go off mic this time. (laughs) We love going off mic on this show. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to do the whole show for a moment. Come on, Tone. Back to the mic. Well, let's talk about clothing because we've talked about your music and your upcoming works. We haven't talked enough about my upcoming works and my music, which I'm plugging before the event. I've got got to know that you love me. But we do love you and we love that you write for something called The Chap. Oh, The Chap, What is The Chap? The Chap, it's a... what, What can I say? It's a style oblique etiquette magazine. It's online. For, uh, well, it's available in bookshops. Oh, in the is it? UK. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what's the kind of, uh, you know, what, what well, are the house for? style is kind of mid 50s, you know, it's aimed at the kind of Terry Thomas, Leslie Phillips kind of CAD man. Oh, the you know, English the CAD. CAD. The English go. CAD. And yeah. what is the CAD look these days? Well, the usual, you know, pencil thin moustache, <laughs> gap in the teeth, Tattersall <laughs> check shirt, cravat. 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 Yellow driving gloves and an MG sports car. Okay. <laughs> and who Suede else? shoes if you're feeling really rakish. <laughs> <laughs> who else writes for the Gap chap? in the teeth. That's the bit I like. John they Waters. Have get, they, well, they have guest, they have guest writers. They've had John Waters, okay. Leslie Phillips, Edward Tudor Pole, yeah. you know, oh, Eddie. Yeah, from uh, Great Rock and Roll Swindle. Thousand Men. Yeah, and uh, Great Rock and Roll Swindle. That's right, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think he played Spike Milligan in that uh, Peter Diddy, Sellers Diddy. film. Diddy. That was just They've yeah, also yeah. featured uh, style tips from the likes of uh, Ian Starr of TV's Lovejoy, Matt Shane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from Deadwood. Ah, right. Oh, Deadwood, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He is very stylish now. Manchester lad. Al Swearingen, he's a snappy dresser. He's a very snappy. I wouldn't want to suggest otherwise. <laughs> but let's talk about favourite items of clothing. Should, do you have one, John, that's like a, a sort of talisman? Any, anything that isn't dirty. Oh, well, I hear that. I, you know, I'm living out of a suitcase at the moment, yep. you know, I've got... So, really, I'm not, I can't be that particular. Magic? Do you have you a know? magic item of clothing you can Thank God this is radio and not TV, actually. They said I was a snappy dresser, but really, no, they're being very kind. Oh, but for the standard set in this room, I'm still I in think, my pyjamas. Uh... Don't listen to them, Reed. <laughs> they're very Don't nice pyjamas, though. Extremely nice pyjamas. What have you got, Ed? Uh, I still think that my, my T-shirt, cheerleading over my boyfriend on the front, dot, 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 <laughs> I don't think so, exclamation point on the back. That's probably still my favourite. It ripped while I was away, but still still looks good with a hole in the shoulder. I'm still sporting the occasional Barjars T-shirt. Uh, well, right. mainly you wear Mick Malloy T-shirts. Well, I did once. <laughs> That's been slightly exaggerated <laughs> and kind of embarrassing. Uh, well, like you, Hale wearing a Pace T-shirt. Yeah, I know. I know. So you've got a, you've got a, a Barjars T-shirt. <laughs> I've got a Barjars T-shirt that I wear occasionally because I'd like to think that one day Barjars mm. will become like uh, you know Lacoste or <laughs> really or Lager, Perry, just or... some kind of fancy label. That will take off. Wow. Would you wear an item by Bajas, John Cooper Clark? What, what am I getting? I'm getting from this kind of urban surf. Yeah, is that it? See, it's not just fat bastards. I'm only guessing. That's good. That's, that's what we need. Urban I, surf. I can see you in that. I'm, I'm, I'm heading for a kind of medieval monk look. Oh, is that really what's the next go? Yeah, robes. one size fits all. Really, robes and rope. That's right, with a big <laughs> hood. That's good stuff. With a big hood. <laughs> I won't be allowed in the shopping mall, but, you know, there, there's always a price to pay. <laughs> Upcloaked. Do you have that here? Upcloaked. There'll did, be no upcloaking on this show. Did, 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 do you have that ban on uh, hood, hooded sweatshirts in uh, no, shopping malls? I've, I've heard Australia. about it. We don't have it here. They We're, wouldn't dare introduce that here. No, there'd be nobody left. <laughs> be dawn of the dead at your local mall. Uh, about you, Rich? Well, I have a really weird uh, superstition about. For some reason, uh, red Explorer socks. You know those Explorer yeah. socks. Yeah. For some mm. reason, I always wear red, except for today. But I've got about 14 on rotation. And I know on rotation? Because I had a pair of red Explorer socks and then someone saw me wear them and then they got them for me for a present. And so I, you know, and then keep people keep on buying them for me as a present. What's the schedule? Was it a two-week rotation? No, they're every day. I've only got two pairs that aren't red. Uh, it's very strange. Green? I've seen you with green ones. No, I don't think you have, have you? <laughs> what are the other colours in? Just, well, yeah. I mean, there's all different. There's a rainbow. No, what have you got? I've got red. Uh, well, I've got no all, all red socks except for one pair of white and blue. Okay, Fascinating. white. Fascinating. White. 
Essentially, um, we're white list- socks. White socks for sneakers. We what, are listing oh, colours. Oh, I see the sport, the sport thing. Yeah, yeah. when you're... Oh, Sunday right, afternoon. I was thinking with a suit then. <laughs> we are listing colours. That is <laughs> not radio. quality radio. Let's get the <laughs> listeners involved. Call up, speak to John Cooper Clark, a legend uh, certainly in this studio, yeah. and tell us about your magic item. The piece of clothing you can't leave the, the house without. That's the sort of thing we're chasing, isn't right. it? Yeah. Do we want to put a ban on acid wash right now? No. No, no let it go. Hypercolour? Okay. Blue no. Oh, but I, I, I'm going to put this out there. Well done, Rich. If anyone's got a hypercolour T-shirt they think will fit me, don't care if it still works, probably <laughs> doesn't, I will swap them anything they want. Right. Anything they would like, they can have. So I need a hypercolour The phone in has been hijacked by Ian Cavalier <laughs> attempting to fill his wardrobe. Call us now, one triple three five three. Get this. It's the drug of choice in the community at the moment, from Mildura to uh, Lakes Entrance and from, say, Wodonga through to Warrnambool. They're everywhere. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. It's John Cooper Clark. That's mm. who's with us on Get This Today mm. around the nation on Triple M. Unlikely as it may seem. Is that what it's called? Get This Today? Is that what the show is It's called? just called Get This, but we can add today if you'd like it that way. Good, isn't it? It's got a note of urgency about it. <laughs> I, can't I wish the program did. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, meeting snappy dresses yep. amongst our listeners today. Who have we got to... Darren! Darren, yeah. talk me through it, Darren. What have we got? I'm unlucky enough to have a hyper-colour singlet. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, Darren, what colour does it start what, what colour does it start out being? It starts as a white and a green. Okay. Well, where and does it unfor- go? And unfortunately, this is why I don't wear it. It goes pink. Darren? Yes? What do you want for that singlet? No, I don't know. What have you got? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to talk to you off air during the song. We yep. can do some pretty serious bargaining because yeah. uh, yep. I must have it. Sorry okay. about this. Uh, John, this was meant to be a parade of sartorial elegance. It's turned into bargain hunt with Ed <laughs> <laughs> all, all of a sudden, we're on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> all all right. right, we have to play a song Dar- now. Darren, stay on the line. We're going to go to a song. And then we are going to meet yeah, the snappiest sorry. dresses in Australia, the real ones. They're Thanks. all lined up and ready to go. Here again, there's... Thank you, Bernard Fanning here at Get This Around the Nation. John Cooper Clark is co-hosting for this hour. He's a snappy dresser. Let's meet some more. Who have we got in Gavily? Hi, Brett. How are you? G'day, guys. How are you? Really good, mate. What have you got? What's your prized possession? Well, I've got a Matrix-style long coat. Mm-hmm. like Keanu 3, 4 in the Matrix, except it's big, bushy, and beige. <laughs> <laughs> beige is good. Beige is good. <laughs> I wear it all the time. It's Everybody the, a- it's the age of beige. Uh, hey, Brett, where was the last time you took? When was the last time you took it out? Um, actually, a few days ago, in forty degree weather, and oh. <laughs> and nothing underneath, or uh, no, I have clothes on. Um, I have like you know pants and a matching t shirt that's also beige. Um, but no, I, I just love it. It's everyone else, all of my friends hate it, but I, I, I love it. They, they think nobody dresses like that anymore. But no, I, I look. And that's I look, why you should keep doing it, Brett. Have you thought about a, a beige hat as well with a with a feather or something? No, beige it up, beige it up, man. One of those. <laughs> Page it up. John says the directive. it up. You know, Brett, you know, he knows these things. Page it up good style. Beige against the machine. That's what it is. <laughs> it, it's the colour of every background. <laughs> Keep them coming. Hello, Tim. How are you? Hey, how you going? Really good, mate. What have you got? I've got a Metallica T-shirt I've had since primary school. Oh, oh well done. Oh, well, yeah. Still fitting? Uh, yeah, just barely. <laughs> really? Not, yeah. not, you're not getting the sort of the muffin tops happening? Uh, not yet, mate. A bit more beer and I probably will have, though. <laughs> hey, uh, and, uh, and, Tim, do you ever get props for it? Like, if you're ever at a gig uh, and people do people recognise it as a really kind of a, like an old-school original Metallica T-shirt? They do, actually, yeah. It's really? quite cool. Especially when I went to Few Factory, I was getting thumbs up everywhere, mate. <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> what album era is it? It's Ride the Lightning. Mm. Oh, wow. Classic rock, mate. H- have you worked with uh, Metallica John Cooper Clark? No, I haven't, but uh, <laughs> I, I do have one question. Does it have the tour dates on the back? No, it doesn't. Ah, that's always good. Who did you tell us you're working with next, John? Uh, oh, yeah, I've got some uh, some work coming up uh, with uh, Damon Albarn, you know. Uh, Blur. About Blur. Gorillas. Gorillas. And now the good, the bad and the queen. He's, he's working with uh, Paul Simon on of The Clash. You know? oh, is there anyone wow. you haven't worked with or would like to work with? Peter Andre? <laughs> Peter, I mean, is it, is it take a number with Peter Andre? <laughs>
You don't get Sir I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. No. You? You no. See, it's, it's filmed, not it's that filmed, bad. Right? It's filmed in Australia, but you don't actually get the programme. <laughs> no, no. That's, that's just... a shame because, you know, that's where Peter met Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. You know how countries sometimes make something that they'll export to another country, but we don't want that rubbish here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like a certain hey, it's beer. it's not rubbish. Yeah. It's like Big Brother, but in a, but in a jungle. <laughs> in it's, a jungle. It's terrific. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Who's snappy? Scott, last of all, how are you, sir? G'day, how you going? Really good. What have you got? Mate, what I've got is a pair of um, black sort of silky jocks. <laughs> these that... things these things have special powers. I, I do Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting and I've set Australian records and Victorian records wearing these things. Weightlifting really? records? Really? Yeah, I only ever wear them when I'm competing. Yeah. And there's two other things with them. They seem to promote the Matt Shervington look. Oh, good, good. <laughs> and and finally, I went to Canada a couple of years ago for the World Championships and I left me jocks in Australia and I bombed out. There is it is. right? And how so they mystical. They must just be something special. Hey, Scott, how, and how did you come across them? Like, had you tried other, other, like, other <laughs> pairs of jocks that just weren't working and you finally came across the silk but, ones? Yeah, well, it, it harkens back. I remember when Alan Jones won the World Formula One Championship in 1980 and he talked about his lucky red jocks. Uh-huh. Well, the first time I set a record and won a comp, I had these black jocks on and I thought, this is it. <laughs> Do you think the other Alan Jones has lucky jocks? <laughs> The guy on the radio. Yeah, with a flag-waving vent. He That's might. I don't know. I don't know, mate. He doesn't want to speculate. Good work, Scott. So, Scott, you're saying if any young people are listening thinking of getting oh. into weightlifting, the secret is magic Silk. underpants. Silk. Silky sort of black jock. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Scott. to get that Matt Shervington thing going. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the judges distracted. Can you explain that to John Cooper Clark? Well, yeah, the Matt Shervington re- uh, uh, reference. Scott, yeah. how would you describe the, the Matt Shervington look? How would I? Yeah. Yeah, meat and two veg. <laughs> okay, say no more. You're talking <laughs> undercrackers. Thank you to everyone. That's all we That's <laughs> Thanks to all Thanks, our Scott. fashionistas today. <laughs> so what have we got? We asked for snappy dressing. We got weightlifting silky jocks and a beige matrix jacket and a Metallica t-shirt from primary school. If, Fantastic. If you want to see some snappy attire and hear some great poetry and be slightly blown away, then you might want to pop down to the National Theatre in Melbourne, in St Kilda, Tonight, and see John Cooper Clark supported by Dave Graney and Claire Moore. And if you do this, you've got to do that. And if you're at the Adelaide, oh the Adelaide uh, or Perth big day out, yes, both of them, go along to Lily World and see that one guy playing an instrument he made himself, which is incredible. (laughs) And then John Cooper Clark, brilliant. Uh, Friday, Adelaide big day out, and uh, Perth. Sunday. Not actually heard in but Perth. It, but, but if you want to see me, it's much easier to go to the National Theatre tonight than it is to go all the way to Perth. <laughs> so if you're in any you way interested, <laughs> please, please. And check out the secondhand bookshops for this out-of-print work, 10 years in an open neck shirt. That is a classic. But if you miss that one, don't worry. There'll be another one on the back of it any day now. Bye, kids. <laughs> More gear coming. Thank you, John. Thank you, everybody who called up. And I think our key phrase today was uh, up-kilted. <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow with Greg Fleet, hopefully. <laughs> and it's all thanks to, as yet, nobody. Now it's all out in you know. Shocking horror, another cover-up.